All right, happy Sunday morning. This is the Sunday morning with the Elohim. We are here at the clock of 10 Pacific. Every Sunday morning for two hours, we get together with a bunch of people on a conference call. And we have been connecting, communicating with sources from higher dimensions. That's what they state. And uh, if you're new to this, listen in and check it out. Kick the tires and see if it resonates with you. For being here, this is Sunday, October the 15th in 2023. Like I said, this is a simulcast with a conference call. So when you hear a ding, that means someone new is calling in. Yes, Edward. Thank you. I'll take it for a spin. Happy Sunday. Welcome to the call. Please say name and location. Joan, Joan Frank. Welcome, Joan. Hello. Hey, And if you just dialed in online through BBS, happy Sunday to you. Welcome. Good morning. Welcome to the conference call. Please say name and location. Good morning, everyone. It's Eminem in Nebraska. Good morning, Mike and Mary. Welcome. Hi, Mike and Mary. All right. And we wait for more people to show up and also for Win3 to call in. Happy Sunday. Welcome. Please say name and location. Yeah, it's Lauren from Post Washington. Good morning, Lauren. Welcome. Good morning, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi. And we are live on BBS Radio. We are about to start here in a moment. Welcome to the conference call. Please say any location. Morning, Terry in Nevada. Good morning, Terry Marie. Welcome. Hi, Terry. Hi. Happy Sunday. Welcome. Please say any location. Roger and Austin. Good morning, Roger. Welcome. Hi, Roger. Good morning, hi. Hi. Happy Sunday. Welcome to the conference call. Please say your name and location. And the next caller, welcome to you. Please say your name and location. Hi, Cecil from the Great Northwest. Good morning, Cecil. Welcome. Good Hi, morning. Cecil. Hi, family. 
Microphone on without turning it off, turning everything off. You're asking us over here? Yeah, anybody. You speakerphone? I, I, hit, I hit the button for speakerphone and and it didn't work. Hmm. So now, now I gotta have the phone in my ear. Oh no! So what you can do is just just turn your phone off and 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 back on and try again. That's right. Every Sunday, welcome to the conference call. Please say name and location. Hello, how's it going? Hey, Robin, welcome. Good to hear you. Morning, Robin. Morning, everyone. All right. Let's see, we are five past the hour, and um, no Jackie. So, let's see. Nope, let's just wait. And yes, we are live on BBS Radio, and for those that are listening in online, please Hang in there a little longer. Happy Sunday. Welcome to the next caller. Please say name and location. Uh, Cecil back again. All right, Cecil. Are you on speakerphone? <laughs> I had to turn it all the way off and call back in. All right, all right. Cool, man. Hello, everybody. Good Hi. morning. Who's this? Hello. It's Ken from Mississauga. Oh, good morning, Ken. Welcome. Thank you. I've Ken. been here before for a while. I All just right. thought I'd say hello. It's muted here. Hi, Ken. Good to see everybody. It's now getting cold, so I stay home Sundays and listen to the call. Well, happy Sunday to you all. Happy Sunday. Maybe someone should tell a joke or something. A good joke. I know. <laughs> Everyone's so quiet today. Happy Sunday. Welcome. Please say name and location. Of course, only if you want to, we welcome you. See Vin is gonna make it here. Can you call him? I, I tried to contact him. Else, what are we gonna do? 
Anyone Lauren, has a joke? Lauren can come to our aid. Right, right. Lauren is here, right? Um, IR? Yeah, IR. All right. That's Ingerson, Ingerson Rand. How's Lauren feeling? Does he feel better after yesterday? Did he see it here? Well, I've been doing a lot, a lot of sleeping. Hmm. Okay, good. You know, Lauren, I was just going to mention, Lauren, you know what I've been doing like lately to sort of relax is, and the circulation is I've been doing, I've, I've got really good fresh mint tea. I don't know if you uh, might want to try that. Oh, I love, I love uh, mint tea. It's a detox, too, I find. It detoxes. Oh. Uh, really, I've been drinking a little more, and I feel better, actually. I've got a little bit of circulation issue going on, so I'm trying to trying to uh, exercise a little more and stuff. Well, glad to hear. We won't talk too much about it here among everybody, but I'm glad to hear you're doing better. I was I was there Saturday. You listening? So. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Gordana also was on the line there, so we we really want you to do better. So, so thanks. Actually, I love Happy everybody. Sunday. Welcome to the conference call. Please say name and location. Of course, only if you want to, we welcome you. Well, what would the topic be, anyway? For today's call? Hmm. They said at the moment when wind calls in, that's at that point usually still unknown. So... Actually, he did. He did um, tell me which part of a replay he wanted to be broadcast today. So we can just do that. Let us start with that replay. Okay. Sure. Going to take me a while to find this. Let's see. That's eight fifteen. One oh one. One oh one. One And you got five minutes before I'm gone. Okay, okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> let, let me prep here real quick. Uh, Cecil, hold on. That is... That is... 10, All right. All right. Okay. All right. All right, uh, Cecil, are you ready? I'm ready. Excellent. Do one more thing over here, hold on. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. Okay, Cecil, are you here? I'm here. 
All right. <clears throat> oh, I hear his brain exactly. Win. Hello, Win. We're just yeah. at the point of starting recording. Hello. Yes. Thank you, John, for ringing me. Can you hear All right. Okay? Yes, it's, it's, it is okay. Not not really loud, but good enough. And uh, the lines are muted now. So Jackie isn't here and Cecil is, is about to leave. So if you get it going and hand it to Cecil, please, and then take it from there. Okay. Good All morning, right. everybody. Go. Hold, hold on. We're not recording yet. It is uh, October 15th. Here we go. The recording has started. Good morning, everybody. This is October 15th, 2023. Wynn in Sedona, Arizona, that's me, and Terry and Friends on the other side, and they're here with us. And we're going to do an invocation to the light just acknowledging all those beings that are on the other side that are here to help us. And I turn it over to Cecil Jepson. Thank you, Wynn. One infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and fill everyone in attendance including those in BBS radio. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies and anchored into the Earth. We invite our higher density friends who are service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us and we co-create a loving group energy connection for the highest and greatest good for all, honoring free will. Back to you, Mr. Free. Thank you. And as you all know, every Sunday, we, we started calling this Sunday morning with the Elohim when we would have a talk every Sunday with this celestial source, this group that said they were the Council of Elohim. And it started out, I started communicating with them in 2002. And when it first started, I was not sure they were who they said they were. I wasn't sure 
that I could trust him. And I made the decision that I would just ask them questions. And if it was true, it would prove itself to me. And it did. It proved itself in many, many ways. The quality of the information we were getting was awesome. And then we started to have miracles. When I Googled the word Elohim, I found it was one of the names for God in the Old Testament. And the name the Mormons use for God. And the creators of the universe. Now, it was hard to believe they were the same Elohim. So I asked them directly, are you the same Elohim? And they said they were part of the same. Now, that didn't mean I believed them. You know, when you're dealing with channeling, you have to be very testing because when you talk about intelligence on the other side of the veil you can't see who you're talking to we know there are negative sources on the other side of the veil I know that our our planet is under the control of negative sources to a large extent. It's why we see all the things going wrong right now. This is a critical time in the history of mankind. And according to all the information we have gotten, and not only through us, but other many other people as well. Earth is going through a graduation. People are calling it a new Earth is coming in. And to qualify for this new earth, your heart has to be open slightly more than half. Otherwise, you will be repeating the cycles of, shall we call it, the old earth. And our group is a group which is helping people to qualify 
for this new earth. And, um, of course, the person that was um, channeling the Elohim's Elohim source, we'll call him, was my partner, Terry Brown, who woke me up in the middle of the night and said, get a tape recorder out. And a voice came through her that said, ask us questions. And I started asking questions. And that was the beginning of this. And as I said, when it first started to happen, I didn't trust it. How could I trust it? How could I trust a disembodied voice talking to me? And I went through many, many tests. And then we had certain miracles. And we've been doing this for 20 years. And when I knew, when I had a very strong predisposition that it was real and it was positive, we started doing these conference calls. And we taped all the calls. And some of you started volunteering because you knew that it was real and it was contributing to your life. Some of you had amazing miracles. And one of the things that I'm very sad to say is Terry, the person who was doing all this channeling, dropped her body in August of 2022. And um, I thought that was the end of it. I was very sad. Terry and I have been associated with each other for 40 years and we've been, been partners for 20 years. And we have thousands of our conversations posted on the internet thanks to the volunteer efforts of John Siborowski, C.J. Hill, and Robin, who have been doing all of this. And that website has gotten a hundred and I think about 170,000 hits. And so we're making a dent. One of the things about these channelings is aside from incredible information, there's an energy that's associated with them 
which many of you can feel. And one of the names for that energy is called the Christ Consciousness. And um, we're going to be playing a replay of one of those sessions on this call. But I, I mentioned that Terry had dropped her body. And a couple of days after she, her body was gone, people on the calls started getting calling me and telling me they think they got a message from Terry. And then I would test it, and I was convinced that it was Terry. And then we started talking to Terry on this call. And when we did, we found we could not only talk to Terry, but we could talk to a whole bunch of beings that were in 5D, which is essentially the new earth that's being formed in a higher dimension. And so we're going to tune into that right now. A lady by the name of Terry Marie in Boulder City, Nevada, which is about 30 miles from Las Vegas, is one of the people who is tuned in to Terry. And uh, Terry Marie, are you here? Yes, I'm here. Good morning. Morning. Did you have your morning coffee? Uh, I had my morning tea. Okay. My coffee. Terry, Terry, tell me, when was the first time you had the uh, inkling that you were talking to Terry Brown? Oh, it was in the first week after she passed. Actually, had a dream uh, about her as she was passing. Days later, started hearing from her. Had you ever had communications from the other side previously? Mm, yes. And who was talking to you? Well, it was. Uh, Different groups it was uh, on sometimes, and uh, the Federation of the Pleiades sometimes. Mm -hmm. Were you doing this before you started coming to our calls? No, I had other experiences prior to the calls, but not not like this, not like I did now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
I thank you so much for stepping to the plate and doing this for us. Uh, when you were doing it, did, did you tell other people about it? Yes. Did they think you were crazy? Probably. <laughs> looked at me. Okay. Looked at me kind of strangely. <laughs> yeah. Now a couple of friends believe me because I got the mm-hmm. news for them too. Mhm. Well, let's give let's give Carrie a wave. Now, for those of you on this call, you can visualize that there's all these beings that are on this call, and they can descend. No, they don't know. It's nice that they're verbal talking to us, but they can descend into your personal space if you're open to it. And you're not afraid of the idea of that. And you'll feel a lifting of the vibration around you. Because it's kind of like there's a merging of 5D and 3D. So let's feel that energy for a moment. And give Terry a wave. Good morning, Terry and friends, although you don't have morning. Hello, everyone. One of the things that we've done over all these Sundays that have passed since we have been communicating with Terry like this is we've asked a lot of questions about what it's like to be in 5D. Since Terry is somebody, Terry, I think we could say this. Terry, you are existing in what we used to call, or still call, would call, the New Earth. Am I right? Yes. Uh, that's your interpretation of it, yes? Yeah. And so... When we're communicating with you and we have all these other beings, you know, we have part of the Ra group, part of the Elohim group, part of the angelic realm on this call yeah. with us. Many others who have passed, relatives, everyone. Yeah. And we've, we, we've, you know, over the period of time we've been doing this, we talked to many beings aside from Terry on the other side. And Terry has kind of been the way shower or the portal that has opened the door so that we could do this. 
least that's the way I see it. Terry, is that is that yes. explanation okay with you? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And of course, many of you on this line who have been coming to our calls for a long time have gotten to know and love Terry. And so it's easy for her to connect with you because she had connected with you for years while she was still in a body, but she was still bringing in all this information from higher dimensions in her channelings. And, you know, I like to stop and just say, make sure that as I explain this, Terry goes along with my explanation. Am I correct in what I'm saying, Terry? Yes. Good so far, yes. Yeah. So far. Good. So it's an incredible opportunity to have broader understanding of the higher dimensions and what happens when you die. And we have on this call spoken to a number of the people that were in our group when Terry was in a body, people who had left their bodies and ended up in the same realm as Terry's in. And we spoke to them. And they spoke to us. And then we spoke to some people that um, were not officially in our group who that I thought would have graduated this realm. And one person who we've communicated with a number of times is John Lennon. And I particularly like John Lennon. John Lennon was a big influence to me when I was growing up and decided to write songs. And I have an affinity with him. And he said he has an affinity with me. And on some level, I sense a similarity in, in certain ways between us. And uh, it's kind of amazing because I can just say, John, are you there now? Yes, and he, he show, here. and he shows up. Hey, what was your what was your favorite Beatles song? Imagine. Imagine. Yes. Uh, and how about of the early songs? Before you know, when you were doing. All the love songs, etc. You know, please, please me, etc. 
Hide your love away. I like that one, too. That was kind of a, a self-revelatory song. Here I stand, head in hand. And I assume you felt that way. At the time, yes. You weren't just imagining the the lyrics. It was expression of how you were feeling at a certain moment. Yes. That's how I wrote songs oftentimes. I would take how I was feeling and put it into words, and it would be real. It wasn't just... It took me a long time to experience. I didn't realize that about songs when I was, before I wrote them myself. I didn't realize that people were actually putting expressions of how they felt into words and music. I thought they could just make up lyrics um, out of their imagination. And, uh, and then I realized otherwise. And uh, thank you for saying hello to us, John. And uh, you know, I was thinking I was gonna. I consider this call. In fact, I consider the work we do in general experimental. And it's experimental because I don't know what I'm doing, (laughs) quite frankly. I'm learning as we go. But, um, and many times I've validated things through my own inquisitiveness and, and came to the conclusion this is real. Like, could we really know that was John Lennon speaking? Not from what we just did. It's not enough to know. But in previous times, I've asked him questions that only he would know the answer to. And I had studied the Beatles. They had been a great influence on me, so I knew a lot about their history. And I could ask them questions about their history. And uh, he would successfully answer them over and over again. And I said, okay, I think this is really John. You know, I'm thinking here, John, uh, is it okay if I open the mics up and let someone else ask a question? Okay, we can try that. Okay. I don't, I don't know if anyone's going to ask a question. A lot of times people are intimidated about doing this kind of stuff in public. But let's see what happens. All participants are unmuted. 
Is there anybody out there that loves the Beatles? Yeah, it's John. <laughs> Hello, John. Hey, John. Hi. You, you love the Beatles, John? Oh, yes, of course. <clears throat> yes. What, what, what was the first Beatles song that you've ever heard? Um, hard to remember because uh, I still remember when they were coming out um, <clears throat> live. Um, um, uh, hard to recall. Uh, help, maybe. Help. That's uh, one of them. I mean, there's. I remember all of them. I mean, but uh, that was one of the first I recall. Uh-huh. That was one of John's songs. Yes. You know what? I I I, I like John. Paul, don't be offended when I say this because he's probably listening to us. But I like John better than Paul. I like his songs better, even though they wrote them together. There were many songs that. You could tell the difference between John's songs and, and where John had the lead in writing it and where Paul had the lead in writing it. And Paul was more, how shall I say, innocent. And John had, I gotta watch it because he's listening to me, Street Smarts. Street arts and a more manic side as well. Street smarts. I, I had the same manic side that John had. It, it reached me. And, uh, and John in general had a more metaphysical slant in his songs. So, like, Paul was, like, the major writer for songs like Yesterday. And Yesterday was a beautiful song. And it was very uh, poignant. And John, who was, who was the major writer in Eleanor Rigby? I know the answer to this one, but I'll ask you. Who is the major writer in Come Together? John Cosby. Say that again? John. John. And if you look at the lyrics, of course it's John. Here comes old flat top. We come grooving up slowly. He got Yono, he said, Yono, Yono sideboard. He went holy roller. He got hair down to his knees. 
Got to be good looking because he's so hard to please. Come together right now. Yeah. Over me. And, um, Now, I don't know if you guys understood that lyric when it was out, but I did. And he was, and John, I'm going to say this and you can say if you agree, okay? He was saying, okay. come together over me. He was creating an environment for people to come together and to connect with each other. And I think that's what was in his mind. Am I right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, John, were you going to ask a question? Talking about John Sivaransky? <laughs> yeah. John Sivaransky. When did, uh, Paul and John first meet. Do you remember the day, year, month, day, month, year? You know, I, that might be asking too much. Do you know that? I, you know. Oh. Yeah. I, I, sorry. I think it's better to say, if you ask, what were the circumstances of the meeting? Okay, what were the circumstances? Yeah, okay, that sounds better. Okay. What were the circumstances that uh, John and Paul met? Oh, boy. Young, very young. Putting a band together, different members, and uh, suggested Terry Marie, I can't get exactly. I think you you, you you met when you were like twelve years old or something, actually. Twelve or thirteen years young. old, I think. And 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 you started a band called uh let me see here. There are a couple of early bands. One was called the Quarry Boys. The Quarry Men. I think. The Quarrymen. 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 And then the Silver Beetles. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, what, now, what about when Paul died and the Billy Spires took over? Uh, so a lot of those songs that we think are Paul's were the other guy. Uh, maybe we can get some clarity on that. I don't know if they want to talk about that publicly, okay? Uh, um, that's a whole can of worms still. That's <laughs> uh, what I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, we have touched on it, but I don't want to open the can any further. But... Um, in any case, that's Raiden, right? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm traveling back to Sedona now, so put my vehicle on the prayer list. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> Be safe. Yes, thank you. One more question to John. I'd like to. How many of you? Is that Roger? Edward. Edward, go ahead, Edward. Yeah, I was just going to say I always felt like John was like uh, more in the beyond, you know, more uh, ethereal. You know, than Paul. Paul was like, you know, yeah. having uh, right in the now. You know what I'm saying? And and John oh, was yeah. always way forward. You know, way way beyond. Yep. Guess we were on different right. wavelengths. Absolutely. You know, it seems to me. Now, I'll just say this and see if John agrees. That Paul might have had more of an Elohim energy and John may have had more of a Ra energy because John was more on the edge of duality and Paul was more like a choir boy, okay? Yeah. And uh, John, what do you think of that description? Yes, that's a good description. Paul looked like a choir boy, you know, when you see the the, the Mormon choir or the the ones in uh, in Vienna, you know, yeah. he, he just his face, he just looks like some of those young kids. Yes. And we're talking about the young Paul. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. mm-hmm. Okay. Anyone else have a question? Or a comment? I mean, how many of you, when you were younger, would have loved to have talked to John Lennon? Yeah, that's hard to get you guys to talk. <laughs> now, how many of you like John Lennon? And keep in mind, he's listening to you. <laughs> I love the music. You love the music. That's good enough. All right. Thank you. Anybody else love the music? Especially Sergeant Pepper. Sergeant Pepper was Sergeant Pepper was mostly Paul, I think. Well, anyway, am I right, John? 
Mostly, but yes, we were all in on it. We were all in on it. Uh, and the White Album. You know, when 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 I was in Berkeley and I was in a band, when when the Beatles came out with a new song, the whole band would get together to listen to the new album. I should say, would come together to listen to that album, and it was almost like a a religious experience. And uh, okay, John, I think I'm I'm gonna move on. Thank you so much for being here with us and sharing with us. And um, and all. You know, there's still other Beatles up in the higher dimensions, like uh, George. And hello to George, and thank you for your participation in that band. And Paul, thank you. And I'm sure we'll talk to you again. And um, Kelly, are you back with us? Never left. You never left. Still here. Terry, did you like the Beatles? Yes. Yes. Love songs. Now, do we? Let me mute everybody. I think. Hang on. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. And Terry and Marie, if, 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 if you need to, do star six so we can talk, okay? And I was going to ask, is, is Bob here? Moment. Yes. Hello, Bob. Hello. You know, I don't usually separate you out and talk to you, okay? And I thought I wanted to to do that or try that today. And I'll bet we would learn something, okay? So thank you for being part of our group and helping to hold the energy. And do you have any unexpressed thoughts that you would like to share with us? Unexpressed? Yes. Let me just tell people, Bob was one of those people that played a big part in the introduction of Christianity to this realm and the raw group to this realm, as I understand it. 
And is that an okay uh, comment to say? Yes. Yeah. And is there anything that you can share with our group that might might be valuable on our, all of our own journey into this graduation period that our realm is going through? Yes. Love is most important at this time uh, because of all the... Uh, Changes and events happening on Earth and off of Earth, and that everyone share love as much as possible. Not just think about it, but participate and get other people to join them together. Like the song, come together. Very We uh, await you. E, e, e. Pardon me? We await you. Yes, thank you. Tell me, when one time John Lennon said, the Beatles are more popular than Jesus. Uh-huh. You, remember that? you remember that? Yes. And yes, that's okay. He, okay. he simulated... He stimulated a lot of outrage for saying that, you know. And uh, although he didn't say they were better than Jesus or anything like that, he just said we're more famous. And at that time, it was probably true. Okay? Mm-hmm. And he said. Fame is not an indication of value. It's an indication of being known. And at that time, the Beatles were very well known. Yes. Had a special uh, charisma, feeling that everyone, a lot of people picked up on. So, um, what am I thinking now? I'm going to take a moment and just, we'll come back to you in just a moment. I'm going to play this old Beatles song, which I'm sure was a John's one.
somewhere? Is that a period of time when you were with Mei Lin, I believe her name was? Tell them, John? Yes. I think Yoko decided she needed a break from John. 
and she got this lady that works for her to um, go to L.A. with John and be his kind of partner in Los Angeles. Is that right, John? Does that sound right? Yes. But I think you liked her more than Yoko was comfortable with. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, All right, I'm going to go back to Bob. And Bob has a lot of intimate knowledge about the beginning of Christianity. Okay? And uh, I thought maybe we would ask him some things about that. Is that okay? Is that okay, Bob? Yes. All right. Um, When Jesus was growing up, did he know? How did he? How did he figure out what he was supposed to do? This came to him. Inner knowing. Mm-hmm. Now I know that he was supposed to. He was brought up in the community of the Essenes, correct? Yes. Amongst the Essenes, were there people who channeled? Yes. And did they ever channel for Jesus? For Jesus? Well, in other words, to help guide him in a direction. Yes, they uh, felt very knowledgeable and they had guidance. Now, I believe um, Jesus' parents were Essenes. Is that true? Connected. No. I'm sorry, I missed that. Not exactly. They were connected. They weren't exactly. Uh-huh. Not necessarily with the group. Mm-hmm.
And what, what did what did Jesus' father do? Joseph, carpenter. He was a carpenter. Yes. And did Jesus also learn how to be a carpenter? Yes. From his father? Yes. He taught me. And who was the first apostle that connected with Jesus? Peter. Peter? Peter. Okay. How did Jesus and Peter meet? Fishing. How? Fishing. Fishing. You said fishing, correct? Yes, yes. Is that in the Bible? You don't know. Okay. The fisher, I called him the fisher. All right. Now, I'm just asking these questions to get into a familiarity and let everyone hear you answer questions that I don't think Terry Marie could answer, for example. Just to help validate in people's minds that you are who you say you are. So, thanks for being here and answering our questions. And um, now, when Jesus left this realm, he, he was subject to reincarnation just like everyone else. Is that true? Yes, not in, well, not like everyone. It's a little different. How was how it different? He would choose his lives very carefully? Yes, and uh, his guidance as well. Mm-hmm. He had a team. He had a team guiding him. Yes. Yes. Was that team part of the Rock Group or part of the Elohim Group? Mostly Ra Elohim. Also. Mm-hmm. Just. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think... Did he become well-known in any of his future lifetimes? Yes. Yes. Can you share with us what he did? Pardon me? It was the same soul, so yes, he... Yeah. 
did he become well known in a way that we would have known who he was? Not necessarily. Or, no. Okay. And when Jesus did his miracles of healing, was the rock group working with him? Yes. Mm-hmm. And was it when Jesus had his Apostles all write their own history of him. I mean, as I understand it, each apostle in the Bible, there's a book of Matthew, there's a book of this person, there's a book of that person, right? Right. Luke, John, yes. I would assume that was all done under Jesus' instruction so that there was an eyewitness account that was trustworthy to the events of Jesus's life. Am I correct in that? For the most part, yes. Some mm-hmm. uh, made their own comments at times. Mm-hmm. But I don't. They were not put into 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 public. Uh, I was going to say they were printed. Did they have printing presses then? I don't think so. Um, but scrolls. Scrolls. Were they put on scrolls during the life of Jesus when people, other people, had access to them? No. No. Okay. All right. Oh, let's see. Well, I think that's all I wanted to ask you. And um, I thank you so much for being here and answering our questions. My questions. Uh, I could open it up. I could open it up and see if anyone else wants to ask a question. Terry Marie. Is that okay? What's that? Terry Marie. Yes, Terry Marie. It's getting to be a bit much for me. You need a break from this, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Well, thank you, Terry Marie. You're welcome. And uh, thank you, Bob. And uh, let's let's see here. I think I'm going to play this excerpt from a session that Terry Brown did in 2010. 
And this 2421 is where we start here. I'm going to have to queue it up, so you're going to hear it start, and then you're going to hear me jump to a place. So just a moment. Okay, um, we're recording. I don't know. That occurs here, and they've told me that this is a Friday of the bad um, enterprise. Fine. <laughs> Divine sign in service to others who are service to others, and that some of the people, a few of the people in the army were feeling the energy, and I ran in the light. Great. You know, Why I don't know if you got. North Korea in there, too. Who is that? North Korea. Like North Korea. Yeah, with North Korea in there, too. Yes. You know, I, I don't know if you guys, we, a couple of weeks ago, we were, we, we were putting the uh, Iranian, uh, Iran in the light, and Terry was like, Terry, I'll tell you this, this is a good story. I mean, I'm in, I'm in a constant state for the past eight years. I have been in a constant state of this can't be real, okay? And there's things that I don't even tell you guys that have happened that have just been so through the roof. And little by little, people will learn them. But um, a few weeks ago when we put the Iranian army in the light, Terry has... The, when Terry channels, it's almost like she's not just channeling, but she's riding with our sources. Like they be, on the other realms, they become together. In fact, all of us are riding. We are actually moving our energies to the places we're talking about, but we can't see it. But Terry seems to be able to see it. It's kind of like remote viewing. And so... When we sent when we sent the light to the Iranian army, she said she was hovering over. She saw herself hovering over the army. Now I don't. I'm not telling you to believe this. Just take it for everyone. She saw herself hovering over the army, and that some of the people, a few of the people in the army, were feeling the energy, and they were saying, "Allah, give us a sign." <laughs> Our sources were being very careful not to give them a sign that going to war was, uh, you know, um, a divine um, enterprise. Fine. <laughs> divine sign, yeah. So, uh, um, in any case. Can I say a word about that? Go ahead. Um, when the sources send and when we send the love light to an area or a group, for instance, in this case, it was the Iranian army, and they were amassed upon a border, approximately 20,000 of them, and they had missiles and rockets, and they were ready to fire them. They were just all waiting at the border. And so when we sent the love light to the area, the Elohim Ra surrounded, encompassed with love light, the whole army. 
and it wasn't just sending love light to the army. It was two-way. So the Elohim were listening, sensing, watching, feeling everything, the passion of the army, its grievances, its problems, its longing for justice. And as they sensed it, they were receiving all this information from the army. Unlike a receiving station, they were in getting it, totally comprehending it. They were, in some sense, getting to the source, and they were letting the Army know in the other realm that they totally got it but they were not promoting war. They were only there to grasp and understand and hear the prayers and longings of that group. And by doing so, they were getting to the heart of the problem. Anyway, that's my comment. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to mute everybody. I want to say one other thing about that. That, that we're, there were more than one side to the problem. And so they were also looking at the other sides. There was like three sides. There's three sides to the problem and the key causes over there, and they were not only looking at the Iranian army, they were looking at the Israelis, and they were looking at causes behind the inciting of the bad feelings, too. Okay. Thank you. What else What else are we putting in tonight? Hello? Yeah. You know, I just wanted to play that because of the, what's going on in Israel right now between the Israelis and the Palestinians. And I don't know if there's the same openness to work with those groups right now as it was in 2010 when um They were working with the Iranian army, but I do ask for that help right now in that situation. If there's anything that can be done to temper the rage and the... um, hate that these two groups have for each other, the Israelis and the Palestinians, without judging either group. 
And then in the same channel, there's a part that I've selected that I'm skipping now. Let's see here. Now, what's happening is it's not just you. All of us are sending them energy. Our sources are sending them energy because we have built a huge, powerful, loving hologram. And now we are going to be using that hologram to project energy into into different things on our planet for the highest good of all concerned and not violating free will. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect each person on this line and any negativity be taken to the higher realms of light and transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the positive center of the universe through the galaxies, through the solar system, through our bodies, and into the center of the earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy amongst all of us present on this line we want to participate in that, and we invite our sources to join with that energy and create a protected space that only the positive has access to. And anything not of that nature must leave now. And I now turn it over to Terry, who's going to be a voice for our sources as they address some of the concerns and intentions that you all expressed earlier in the call. We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. We are sharing space and connecting and listening and hearing and grasping and comprehending everything that individuals on this line or listen to the calls at a later date are expressing. We feel your longing, your longing to be connected, to be whole, to find your own home, your full, whole self. We are delighted with your suggestions today, and we wish to address one in particular first. That is the statements and questions of Marsha in Los Angeles. It is a an excellent example of 
a situation in which the negative finds and worms its way into the positive. And we would like to expound on that and give more data that can help with this situation as it is an example of much larger situations. This we would categorize as an example of the reasons that one, in order to safely negotiate, navigate through the third density, needs to honor free will. Living in Los Angeles is living in an area where there are a great amount of people and the people are densely packed into a smaller area. When this happens, it opens up the portal of too many people too close together. Would Marsha live in another area where there was not so many people packed together, then she would not experience the backlash from the gangs and the negativity. However, it is not necessary for one to move to negotiate this problem and to maintain and grow in the positive. This is an excellent ground for understanding certain principles. In Los Angeles, the gangs are working with certain gangs are working with certain international influences to distribute drugs. It is a main distribution center and point for distribution of drugs throughout the United States and on into some other countries such as Canada. In living so close to such a strong organization, and this organization is a network that not only is supported and distributed and is a spokeswheel for the distribution of drugs, but this network extends all the way up a network through some of the higher politicians and 
areas within the government. Therefore, one, when one would send love light to the area and positivity would be in direct conflict with the purposes, with the strength, with the network of this organization, then when one is sending a direct opposite infiltration of intentions into a group that is so strong and so negatively, darkly attached, then one is bound to get a backlash. Therefore, if one would ask for protection, this would then merely place a veil over an opposite intention and would bind one in the box. And one would not get a satisfactory answer. If one instead would allow free will to that network to work through its own issues, to come to its own conclusions, as part of growth in the negative area, which eventually, after many lifetimes, eventually can lead to cognition and change and the taking the individual's own path to get home and to come into the light, then they do not need the protection as they are not directly opposing the path that the negative has chosen. Now, when individuals are so densely packed together, one can, in innocent overlap the space of another and then take it over without realizing one is doing so. And Marcia has a very large space with a lot of intention. So there is a in our the light activations, light body activations, there is one activation in which one learns how to be nonlinear and how to allow multiple influences and impulses to go on at one time and still maintain their inner burning flame in their own direction. In that way, the individual does not intrude upon another and 
seek to burn out, put out their candle of flame that is attempting to resolve itself and not having found the way is darkly moving and is working eventually in their own path, in their own time, which may take a very long time to find their own way back home. We send love light to the flooded individuals in China, in the U.S., in Pakistan, and wherever other individuals have been flooded, and that their own spirit may rekindle a new life, a new and better life, and build within themselves strength and resolve and resistance to the material problems that earth can present and can each become stronger either in the rest of this life or in their next life and may learn from the experience and to establish better guidelines for how to live within the third density. We send love light to Israel and we send love light to the Iranians and we send love light to North Korea and South Korea and to the U.S. forces that are in Korea, that they may find their way and maintain their own individuality and come through the ordeal a stronger individual. And we also take a look at another area of problem as the individuals in the Army, Navy, Marines experience vaccinations and experience encounters within the forces that may negatively affect their health and we send love light to the strength of their immune system that they may escape this any encounter with negative influences against their health and we send healing frequencies to any individual who has been in the Army, Navy, Marines that they may move through any effect that any viruses may have had and that such viruses may be their system. We send love light to the whales and the dolphins and to each and every individual who has requested or identifies 
with this wonderful group that they may experience help as they are a vibrant group who is totally connected up to the higher frequencies with the Elohim, with our group, and that they are a sacred race of species within the planet that helps maintain the high vibrations in the third density. We send love light to Jane Bergermeister and for her courage and indicate she is needed on this earth to maintain honor and hope and we connect with her and we then send love light to each and every individual who is working to help free her and we send love light to her to give her strength that she does not take the easy way out which would be in suicide and we send love light and strength to her we send love light to the free speech of the internet and strength to each and every individual who uses the internet for the higher good. We send love light to each and every individual who is developing new technology for the betterment of life on Earth. And we send love light to each and every individual who would try to eliminate that and put within the realm of possibilities that they would grasp how to transition themselves into the new paradigm. We send love light to each and every individual who is working in love light and offer the invitation to them and the synchronicities to find a way into our group. And lastly, we thank each and every individual who is on this line for your wonderful, sacred connection. I don't know. All right. Now, that was a different kind of session, you notice. And it was done in 2010. And 
during our Sunday calls, the Elohim would come in and send energy to all of those areas people were requesting it. And that is an example of that. And uh, it was very touching to me. And we have a little extra time here. Let's see what time it is. Fija, are you there? I am here. How many people are on the list today? Um, six requests. Six requests. Yes. And it's 1146. So I probably shouldn't do anything else. I should go right to that list, right? Okay. Well, could do five minutes of something else. Five minutes? All right. You could do. Here's a, li- here's a li- little introduction to the Elohim. We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. The energy as we extend into your realm and throughout the space of the listening audience making connection to those that desire it in the audience. We are making connections at this time. We are mindful and experience in the connection with the individuals on this line. The love and gentleness of the connection and the very essence of the treasure that you each are. It is a very special opportunity to connect and to make ourselves available. We are unseen companions from our realm to your realm. We put down a ribbon of connection which brings energy to an essence to our realm and are happy to greet you. Does anyone have a question? 
if someone has a question, we're going to push star six. How about if I ask a question? All right. On that note, I'm going to turn it over to Fija, who's going to go through our healing list. And just to remind you, if you want to be on this list, you go to this webpage, inthelight.intelligent-infinity.com. Inthelight.intelligent-infinity.com. And over to you, Fija. Thank you. Thank you to our higher sources, the Elohim, for sending their beautiful love light of protection, of healing, to all the people on this healing list, all the people listening to this call, all the people reading a transcript or listening to a replay. John from Las Vegas. Please put the U.S. economy and the world economy into the love light so that it will improve so that many more people can prosper. Ten seconds for John's request, starting now. Thank you. John from Las Vegas, please put Lauren Zania from Forks, Washington, Gloria Fernandez from Las Vegas, Nevada, Jack Smith from Kingman, Arizona, and John Siboransky from Las Vegas, Nevada into the love light for them to have perfect health. 30 seconds for each, that's Lauren, Gloria, Jack, and John, starting now. Thank you. John from Las Vegas. Thank you for the sovereign rights endowed upon the human race. I ask that people are allowed unrestricted access to travel anywhere in the world. I also ask that people are allowed to use virtual private networks to access any website on their computers. Ten seconds for John's request starting now. Thank you. John from Las Vegas. Please put decentralized cryptocurrencies into the love light for massive worldwide adoption and for them to become legal tender. Thank you for this perfect and fair monetary system that honors privacy, is free from capital gains tax. 
please help decentralise cryptocurrencies to become more accessible and easier for people to use and understand. I ask that all of the above be done for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. Ten seconds, John's request, starting now. Thank you. Edward from Morgan City, Louisiana. Please place and surround Elaine Green of Morgan City into the love light and immerse her in the holy sound of the audible life stream. The alignment now taking place through the resonance of this wave of sound are helping to lessen her fear and connect her more to spirit. She thanks you for the ongoing helpings of her healings, ongoing healings of her body that's expressing diseases and the divine unconditional love that you are sending. Thank you. 10 seconds for Elaine Green for perfect health. Starting now. Michael from Horseshoe Bend, Idaho. I ask and thank you for the complete and total healing of my eyes that will give me clear and focused vision. 2020 or better. Thank you for my perfect eyesight. Love, light and blessings, Michael. 10 seconds for Michael's perfect vision. Starting now. Thank you. Seija from England. Thank you, our beautiful friends in the higher realms. With gratitude and love for your divine intervention and manifestation of the Christ consciousness, bringing peaceful resolution, clearing and healing of the highest order over the earth. Thank you for the gentle release of built-up energies from inside Mother Earth to unpopulated places. Thank you for the people who are service to others taking positions of power and influence. Thank you for your loving protection that surrounds them now and for your divine wisdom that guides all in the loving energy of the Christed light, honouring that which is paramount, free will, for the highest and greatest good of all concerned in all timelines, densities and dimensions, now and forever. And so it is. 